why commitment should not be haphazard in actually entering the security market it seems fundamental that one should know why a commitment was opened what was expect what one expected to make how long it was expected to take and what one was willing to risk personally i cannot see how one can expect to figure the proper size of a position or the time to close it out unless it was first opened with a full understanding of these points in my opinion commitments should not be closed haphazardly or even worse allowed to remain open without justification for example one might be convinced that a quick move was in prospect for a particular leader this being the case the stock is bought for a quick move and if the move fail to develop in the anticipated direction quickly the stock should be sold when it was bought not no thought was given to its value other than as a medium for a quick trade hence it should not be held later as an involuntary investment on the other hand one might buy into a situation expected expecting an increase in the dividend in say 2 months in my opinion trading weakness in such a stock does not call for liquidation unless one is convinced that either the anticipated dividend increase will not occur or that a general change speculative picture will alter one's appraisal of what the higher dividend might mean market wise in considering a commitment a clear idea should be had of the level at which one expects to close it out either at a profit or at a loss obviously if one anticipate making only a very small amount one's chance of being successful are rather small also it is really impracticable to risk less than a point or two which with commissions and tax is rather high to set against an expected point or two gain obviously one's judgment has to be clear 100% perfect under such condition but if it is a trade on which one figures to risk say 3 points to make a theoretical 30 then one can obviously be very op- over optimistic and still do well readers are thinking that that kind of trade rarely exists the fact is it rarely does which is a good reason for seeking it out and not overdoing thing in the interim i suggest the size of commitments in one sense be kept small that is the relationship of funds employed to total capital one should strive for a long profit on a small commitment in other words there is much more logic in trying to for 10 point profit on 100 shares of a particular stock than for 1.1000 share of the same stock at backlog of cash is a great help in meeting emergencies and in frings one judgment so that commitment are opened and closed for financial cause and not affected by need fear greed and other human failings which are fatal to profitable security investment of course the possibility of a margin call should never even remotely develop in a well run account except in special circumstances such as where young people with insufficient capital feel they are capable of trying to move ahead quickly i do not and never could see much necessity for margin or other form of borrowing if one security investment are managed efficiently 
small relative percentage investments will bring large return and the necessity for over speculation with its many handicaps will not occur on the other hand if insufficient trading require heavy investments for result eventual losses will wipe out early gains i am naturally aware of what i previously have written elsewhere about the occasional advantage of borrowing during inflation etc but in both cases i am thinking relatively thus a given situation might at times call for borrowing but i feel rather sure that i would always counsel a good dealer small debit rather than the popular percent margin percentage at the time in another sense large commitments meaning thereby a few relative large block of share are preferable to a great many small position these few large holding may total only 30% of funds available at the moment in line with the previous paragraphs however confining oneself to situations convincing enough to be entered on a relatively large scale is a great help to safety and profit one must know far more about it to enter the position in the first place and one will retreat from a mistake much quicker if failure to retreat means an important loss a large number of small holding will be purchased with less care and ordinarily allowed to run into a variety of small losses without full realization of the eventual total sum loss thus over diversification act as a small protection against lack of knowledge reader should not expect to obtain here an infallible formula for the preservation of capital in spite of the obstacles cited in previous chapters the changing purchase power purchasing power of money politics war public sentiment and the vicious of individual security the contention that investment is a battle for financial survival would disprove itself if the difficulty could be explained away so easily the object of this discussion is to influence the investment thinking of readers in the direction of improving the result they may expect to attain this is an attainable and worthwhile aim we have already sketched the fundamental necessity of having a thorough understanding of the difficulties and of keeping the objective clearly in mind the basic practical working policy is never to invest unless the possibilities of the chosen stock seems very great investing solely for income investment investing merely to keep capital employed and investing simply to hedge against inflation are all entirely out of the question no security of any kind should under any circumstances be bought or retained under this policy unless in the investor's well and deeply considered judgment the profit possibilities are large and greatly outweigh the visible risk and the latter must be counted with detailed care when an investment is made if its prospect must be so good that placing a rather large proportion of one's total fund in such a single situation will not seem excessively risky at the same time the potential gain must be so large that only a moderate portion of total capital need be invested to get the desired percentage appreciation on total fund 
expressing the matter in a different way this means that diversification is undesirable one or two or at most three or four securities should be bought and they should be so well selected their purchase so expert expertly timed and their profit possibility so large that it will never be necessary to risk in any of them a large proportion of available capital under this policy only a best is bought at the best possible time risk are re- reduced in two ways first by the care used in selection and second by the maintenance of a large cash reserve concentration of investment in a minimum of stock ensures that enough time will be given to the choice of each so that very important detail about them will be known this policy involves not only avoiding diversification but also holding one's capital uninvested for long period of time the bargains which must be sought to raise investment performance out of the average class in which net losses occur into the an exclusive class of those who make and keep profit are not available except occasionally it should be recognized also that such opportunities will inevitably be available principally when the majority of buyers of security refuses because of fear to take advantage of low prices just as inevitably the opportunities will not be available when securities are generally popular and eagerly bought it should be axiomatic that that the successful investor will keep his capital idle in time of popular over investment and over confidence he will be solely tried at times when profit and income are seemingly easy to procure any program which involves complete investment of all capital at all time is certain to fail unless the amount of it is extremely small putting all one's money in one or two securities would render mistake too costly and wide diversification means inadequate knowledge of the investment the greater the total capital owned the lower should be the proportional employed in active investment for instance under similar market condition a 10000 dollar fund might well be invested fully while 1 lakh dollar could logically be 50% in equity and 50% in cash buying on margin does not come into this discussion at all as it is solely the concern of trader in the strict sense of that term another concept essential to success in the battle for investment survival is that the investor must learn to think in terms of ultimate rather than current result it is impossible to obtain 100% of the theoretical gain in each major movement of an individual stock or of a stock as a group effort to do so inevitably lead to failure of the entire investment program it is a real achievement is if through judicious investment are at intermittent times a satisfactory average profit over good years and bad is actually gained this whole thesis which may at first sight seem extremely speculative will in actual practice prove many times more conservative and safer than the policy followed by most investors